0: Hello, I'm Lori Alvarez and I welcome you to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. This is where I will share my story, knowledge, wisdom, and the legacy in real estate and my family, all boldly wrapped up in one with you. So let's get started. Hey, hey, it's Lori Alvarez. And yes, it's just me today on the podcast. Oh, no, I lied. Nolan Alvarez is on. And (laughs) Woo! <laughs> Hopefully you heard those sound effects. We're playing with sound effects, making it more interesting and dynamic for you all. So episode 53, I'm so excited. We are going to talk about selling a house near a school. Last week, we talked all about buying a home near a school and the pros and cons of that and why we should or shouldn't do that. But since I got Nolan on the mic today, I'm going to just... We talked a little bit last week about his first driving experience. Nolan, when selling a house near a school, here's my question for you. And all of our audience, our audience must know who this is. This is our 18. You're 18 now, right, Nolan? Yes, I am 18. He's 18. He graduated in a drive-by graduation from Sandy Miss High a year ago now, right? One year? Yeah. Like a year and a half, I think. So yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he started college and he is just kind of figuring out what he wants to do. So while he's figuring that out, he's helping mom with all the technical stuff and the social media stuff on our, in our real estate business. So the reason I wanted to say selling a house near a school is so important. So super important. Nolan, You don't know this because you probably didn't listen to the podcast last week that we downloaded. But we talked about your first driving experience with mom out by San Dimas High. Yeah, I remember that. It was yesterday. (laughs) Yes, it was. So, Nolan, what is the one thing when you think about that moment and all of the anxiety that you experienced and stress that you felt, what is the one thing that stood out to you? About that moment. How stressful it is your first time driving in the morning on the way to school. In all the traffic. Yeah, in all the traffic. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why we did that. <laughs> you were determined to learn how to drive. I was used to making that drive and didn't think a thing about it. But here's the reality if you have a house near a school, you probably have a ton of traffic. When you agree, Nolan? Yeah, definitely. Now I remember when I used to be in high school and I would drive to school. I was like, my my school was a little more wide open than I feel like San Dimas High is. I went, I graduated from Arroyo High School in El Monte, California, and we were on busy streets with one like smaller street, but I felt like we just had uh, more space, probably because we had a detached, separate parking area. Whereas I feel like Sandimas High has a very small, congested area of a lot of cars going through. So, Nolan, what has it been your experience when you started driving in high school, pulling in and out of the school when you were just learning and doing your thing? What was that like? I was mostly just scared that I'd hit someone. Yes. And Because that'd be very embarrassing. <laughs> you'd have to wait until they get there and then you'd be like, yeah, I just, I just hit you. <laughs> And you just stand there awkwardly. <laughs> wow, none of you guys know what to do. So you just stand there. You don't know if you're supposed to call the police. You don't know if you're supposed to get help. You don't know, like yeah. any of it, because it's probably your first accident, right? Yeah. Okay. So let me take some of the pressure off you, Nolan. Do you know that mom got in two accidents in one week right outside the high school? Um, no, I was not aware of that, but right? I'm not surprised. I <laughs> whatever son i was 18 and i was in my cherry red mustang back then and i was pulling out of the driveway the first accident i was pulling out of the driveway of the high school onto busy santa anita ave and a little old man was also pulling out of the driveway from mcdonald's and he decided to turn right into my lane now i guess you can tell from that comment who i believe was at fault obviously not mom Right. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so that was my first accident, and then to follow that was another one just recently. Now, thankfully, they were only fender benders, and yes, I had to pay for all the work done to my car because, <laughs> for sure, it was no fun. Because my dad bought the car for me, but he did not pay for the repairs of the car ever. So why do I bring all of this up? Well, let me just share with you. Selling a house near a school can be challenging. And I think one of the most challenging things about it is the demographic and the amount of activity and traffic that goes through that area. Not only do you have people in cars, not only do you have people on their feet, but you have homeowners who need to get in and out of their driveways. And so everyone's trying to get somewhere in a timely fashion to avoid detentions or tardies or lateness or whatever it be to arrive at their next destination. You know, and so when you're leaving bright and early in the morning or finishing the day up at school and finishing the day up at work, we're all coming back to the same space at the same time. You have a lot of experienced drivers and inexperienced drivers like Nolan and I was at one time. So with that said, home sellers, wouldn't it make best sense for you to consider selling your house during the summer Makes great sense. Now, of course, there's still summer school. And then if you live by a year round school, then you just got to work with when school is heaviest and when it isn't. I just recently sold a house out in Riverside, closed yesterday, actually, as a matter of fact. Woohoo, we'll celebrate that. There it is. Yes, that's the applause. We're so excited. We are buying and selling real estate, even in this crazy, crazy market that we have right now. Now, with that said, the one thing we used to always say about that particular house is we didn't want showings around five o'clock because the traffic was so heavy and the agents and the buyers would always be late for their appointment. So... Take that into consideration when selling your house in an area that is highly, highly visited, right? So that's just the reality of it. You want to be aware of it. You want to think about it. And when you're choosing to work with an awesome real estate team, just like us, Lori Alvarez and team, myself being Lori Alvarez, guess what? We take that into consideration. I think I did mention last week, that we had a house we recently sold in San Dimas that was literally behind the school, behind the racquetball club, and on this little tiny cul-de-sac that you would think wasn't impacted by the school at all. But us parents, we find the best drop-off spots, and this street happened to be one of them. So that seller brought it to my attention many years ago when I sold their house. Glory, we are making sure we're selling during the summer because traffic is crazy. Now, disclose, disclose, disclose. Sellers, you must disclose unusual volumes of traffic. You can't just sell your house and not say anything about it. So you're just going to say school traffic in the neighborhood that's the best way to protect yourself and the agent involved in the transaction. Now, here's something else to consider when selling your house near a school. If you are in a school district and near a prime school in the neighborhood, do you know that buyers will bust their budget just to get your house? Now, that is Money, money, money. Exactly. That is just what it is. Buyers will do everything they can do to get just the right house. So you say, Lori, how do I know that information? How would I know if my house is in a prime location? Well, there's such a thing as school boundary maps. And those are available from the school district and/or online. And Parents will gather that information. They will take their little map, they will set their parameters amongst the map, and then they will make sure that they only look at houses within that area. They will even, for sure, like not even visit your house if your house is in a lesser school in a great school district. Isn't that sad? For sure. Now, here's the other thing I want to add to that. Buyers have all the information right at their hands, right? This podcast is a great place for information, Where do they get information about schooling? Well, one, they can go direct to the school board's website. It gives all the demographics that you want, all of the information on their testing scores and so forth. And then there's this other handy-dandy website called greatschools.com. If you haven't been there yet, you should visit it if you're a buyer or seller. A fantastic website has lots of relevant information for when you're looking to buy a house or sell a house in the appropriate area. I'm going to tell you, I personally went on it today, and I wrote a fantastic review for San Dimas High School because I want to make sure my high school is rated well. Yes! (laughs) I want to make sure we're celebrating that for sure because that directly impacts the value of my home. Now, here's another great story. I actually live at in Bonita Unified School District, and my kids should go to Bonita High School, which is rated even higher than San Dimas High School. Isn't that interesting? They're rated just about a point higher. Um, and so I was looking at the demographics of those two things today, and I was thinking, hmm, Do I want my boys to go to the other school? No, we've been rooted at San Dimas High for so long. And the staff there is so amazing. And it is like 2.9 miles from my house as opposed to Benita Unifieds, only 1.8 miles away from my house. Um, And how did I know all that? From gradeschools.com. So go on the website, check it out. They have a lot more. And when I say buyers will bust their budget it will go almost 10% higher than what they actually allocated to buy a house if you're in the d- school of their choice. And some schools, of course, have waiting lists. You can't get in them. And, oh, here's an added touch that you need to know. If your school, just because you hold the address of a school In the neighborhood you want to be in, say you buy a great house right in the neighborhood of the school you want to be, doesn't necessarily you go you're going to go there because from what I've been told, and I'm going to say buyers verify this information with your local school district, I've been told that if they are full, then you go to the next available school in the neighborhood. Woo! That is a truth. So you definitely want to do your research and verify your information prior to pulling the trigger, right? So seller, seller, sellers, what does that mean to you? That means like know this info in advance. If you've got a fantastic stellar school, you want to share that information up front, Make it easy for the buyers so that they know, oh my gosh, this is a great school district. You want to buy this property. What else do we have? Oh, did you know? Sellers, buyers will give up amenities just to get the school that you might be near. Just to get the school that you might be near. They may not say like, you know what? I don't need a garage. I don't care about a garage because I got the great school that I wanted my kid to go to. And here's the deal. Who's buying right now? Millennials. They're from the ages of 25 to 34. They're starting families. They are moving forward with their home purchases, and they are needing great schools. Now, I know you might think, well, they can just go to private school if they want. Sure, they could for sure, right? Take that into consideration. But where is your greatest equity growth? It's in real estate. So, to go to a college of some sort or a private school of some sort could cost up to 200K per child, per student right? Where you could invest that in a great piece of real estate and have a fantastic school, have great results, and be so happy with being local to the neighborhood and community that you live in. So all great things to take into consideration when selling your house near a school. You need to make sure you hire an agent who's well aware of this that can play those demographics up, help you share that information forward. People don't just choose houses just to choose a house. They choose a house because it serves many, many needs. And one of them is school districts. So when selling near a school, You're going to want to take into consideration noise levels, the traffic going in and out, the students that are walking around the campus. You want to make sure that you time that for a right season. You know your local school. And if you don't, ask your local realtor because they will know when's the best time to sell a house near a school. I'm just saying, San Dimas High graduates. Uh, I think sometime in early May. So if I were timing it out, I would suggest going right on the market like mid-May so that you're closed and sold by August and you're moved and the new family's moved in just in time for the new school season, right? And then there's always those holiday breaks that you could take advantage of. Now, what else do we have? We have, oh, let's see pricing in correlation to schooling. This is so, so important. Now, the National Association of Realtors and realtor uh, and the Realtor Association has done a lot of research with regards to this, and the numbers are all over the place. But we're just saying when pricing a house near a school, it, one, has a lot to do with how strong is the school district, what are the stats of the school and demographic of the school? For example, gradeschools.com basically, they give schools a seven rating and then they'll say they're average. And then they'll say eight nines above average, and then 10 is outstanding. And how do they determine those numbers is then they go into the details of how many students, what's the student ratio, also, um, What are the testing scores look like in there? And so many more details. I was impressed with all the information that they had there for you as a buyer and a seller that I was like, my goodness gracious. But it for sure does impact the value of your home. The stronger a school district, the more your house is worth. Now, we touched on this a little bit last week, which was when you buy a house right on a school, right, right on, like backs up, you share the same fence as the school. There's pros and cons to that. Well, pricing your house is the same thing. There's pros and cons to it. People will love. They have this big wide open field behind them. And of course, like we mentioned last week, there's going to be the noise levels, the student activity, the bells, all of that going on and on and on. And so if that's happening, then what do we do? Not everyone's going to be in the market to buy your house. That is a truth. And The greatest thing we want is to make sure that we have the most set of eyes on your property to sell it for the most amount of money or dollars and cents. Or we go ahead and say, look, because of the location of your school, your house, in correlation to the school, we need to adjust pricing to make sure that it accommodates for all buyers it's something to take into consideration. Now, say, for example, your house is in a school district that's stellar. And then not only that, it's in one of the top rated elementary or middle schools or high schools. Well, my goodness gracious, talk about getting more money for your property. A buyer is going to do whatever they can do, bust the budget to make sure they get your house. So if you know you have a stellar school, one of the best, most elite schools to get into, you need to be sure, Mr. Seller, that you market that like no tomorrow because people will be like, I want to get in there. And here's a truth. Not all realtors know the schools nor ask the school information. And so they don't put it in your marketing publications and it doesn't benefit you as a seller. We make sure we know that information for you. You want to make sure you market every aspect of your property as to sell your house for the most amount of money. Now we've covered a lot of information. There's some great stuff out here. I'm going to say my biggest takeaways personally is you want to make sure you sell your house at the right time that you sell your house when you have easily accessible space to it. Hence, no crazy cars driving through the area. Maybe traffic isn't as heavy as it normally would be. Right? I do remember my beautiful daughter-in-love. Her her like her first uh, what was it, Nolan? Her first um month with her license. And she got in a car accident right in front of the school, too. So scary. So so scary. All was well, she was good. And it's scary because there's so much increased traffic. So let's make sure, let's make sure you choose to sell your house at the right time of season. And you say, but Lori, I have to move now. Well, just take that into consideration when you price your house. People are just going to see the traffic and they're either going to love it or not. And then you're going to understand that and move on with it. That's just the way it is. You need to make sure you market your house to a buyer that needs a house just like yours. And who's buying a house near a school? A family. A family that has kids that wants that school because like we said last week, the easier it is to get the kids back and forth to school, the better. Just makes for a less stressful life. So with that said, let's see. Um, is there anything else left that I want to share with you all? Mm, I think we've covered it all. Your value's higher in a great school district. You want to invest your money in your real estate, so buy in a great school district. And then I'll end with this. Lori, you tell me all of this is important, but I don't have kids. I don't care. I get it. I understand it. And your buyer who's going to buy the house next might care. So you need to have this great information. And sellers, if you live in the neighborhood of great schools and the schools are doing great things, support them, help them. Remember, they're public schools. Give them donations. Go drop off a great basket to uh, the local teachers and be like, hey, Miss Teacher, I know you need disinfecting wipes because the kids are back in school. So here they are. Anyways, I'm Lori Alvarez. I love having you guys on. Next week, we're going to talk about some really cool things, but I just wanted to share this information so that you would know how to consider selling your house near a school. There's lots to consider. Thanks so much. I'm Lori Alvarez, and you've been listening to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. You can follow me and check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LoriAlvarez.net. And if you haven't clicked on that subscribe button, hit it now and let's boldly do life together.